0: Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast. We are creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers redefining the word clit. Because guess what?
1: It's not a bad word. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For You Wellness. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit-talk, 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 talking about a clit-talk, clit-talk, clit-talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show.
2: In season one, we took a step into our hearts,
1: embraced the word pussy, and never looked back. Season two, we shamelessly explored taboos and discovered pleasure outside our comfort zones. Season 3, we went back
0: to our roots and studied the dawn of human sexuality.
2: As we finish Season 4, Swimming in the Magic of Pure Manifestation, we are ready to take you on a brand new adventure with Season 5. We are redefining the word clit. We are creators, leaders, innovators, teachers. Clit is not a bad word, so welcome to Clit Talk. The pleasure, positive, positive, podcast. So Clitorati, it's Katie, Lindsay and Sugar here and we're getting real with what we're up to in Clit Talk today. We recently realized that we're in a completely different phase since episode 101. So welcome to season five, 14 episodes in.
1: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we're perfect, in case you guys haven't noticed. <laughs> we're so perfect, oh my god! We're just like acknowledging what
2: happened. So, um, and it's interesting because it actually started when the quarantine happened, and we've been talking about that big shift, along with a way of figuring out our production in a way that we've never done before, and just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So, today, we're introducing you to the theme of Season 5— redefining the word clit
0: so societally the word clit is let's just say frowned upon okay even though clit is part of the female anatomy right it's short for clitoris clitoris tomato tomato (laughs) and actually
2: in the in like the dictionary defined as a vulgar word yeah. The literal definition, a vulgar word, clit, vulgar. clit. It's like an
0: evil so is little. Dick. So
1: right. Is Dick.
0: Dick's, Dick's vulgar or no?
1: Yeah, it's considered. It well, they're both defined as vulgar slangs.
0: Oh, vulgar <laughs> slangs. That's my kind of word. Well, anyways, back to the word clit, because that's what it's about this season. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, fun fact about clit talk. When we first went to, um, you know, submit to have our podcast be um you know, released on on platforms such as Apple Podcasts and, and Stitcher and Spotify. Uh, when, we, when we finally got accepted onto iTunes, we were like, so stoked. And then we were like, wait a minute, what is our name? Our name start out C star star T, which is kind of fucked up because it could be interpreted as cunt, right? And cunt and clit coming from a very different place. Uh, and so, and and even on on Instagram, and it the it, it, similar thing happened where we went to set up our account the first time, and Clit Talk alone did not meet Instagram's criteria, and so we had to add the word show. We're just like, okay, we'll just be Clit Talk Show, and then. I don't know, maybe a year into the podcast, Lindsay, right? Like we, it was right around the time where like uh, some security updates were going on with Instagram and like all of those like porno uh, profiles were getting like taken down. So they like were flagging certain hashtags. And I guess we had certain hashtags that like were on the naughty list. Like pussy power. Right. Oh, fuck. Pussy power. What are we going to do now? And so we actually like our account got like deactivated. Our account's actually over Christmas.
1: Yeah, Yeah. our our first account actually got completely shut down. We used to have the the username at Clit Talk, and it got shut down because they said that our content was sexually explicit. And then our second account also got shut down. But this time we decided to fight it. and, And Sugar actually had a friend that worked for Facebook who owns Instagram. And that is the only reason why our Instagram handle is still up, because we fought it And we and we were like, we had to write a whole case about why we weren't explicit. You know, they just they they put you into the same bag as everything. You know, they're like, oh, this is a porn stars account. I'm like, no, this is about educating people, teaching people, people who are innovating things, you know, and that's really empowering, empowering, empowering this conversation. It's not we're not sex porn. addicts. And there's nothing wrong with porn by the way. I love porn. Hello to yeah, my favorite wh- porn star. I mean stars. people Yeah, we have porn stars <laughs> on the show. Yeah. And
2: nothing more like, nothing wrong with the word cunt either. It's just not the name of our show. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I actually love being called like a little cunt. It's
0: actually literally confusing. A such a little, cunty. little cunt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I go
0: like I'm on the scale of like yeah like sweet to cunty like what like if I'm like on the sweet scale or am I on the cunty scale. But yeah, no. So exactly, right? This is so this is a conversation we've realized wow, we've unpacked, you know, we've unpacked layers of shame and releasing shame. And we're like empowering our whole community. And we're all having incredible sex lives and expanding pleasure in our lives. But then like our names still start out. Right. And so there's this bigger fucking mission here, which is like redefining the word clit because it's the rest of the world needs to hop on this clit wagon
1: with us. And that's and that's when we we kind of realized that you know, we've been doing this podcast for three years, right? And we started as – we're human beings, so we've been growing with the podcast as it's been happening, and we realized there's been a couple different phases in the podcast. And the first phase of our journey was all of us really came to this with so much shame to release around different things. Masturbation, even just the word pussy was difficult for us to say, right, when we first started the podcast or, Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) – Sugar, you started in a heterosexual, monogamous marriage. (laughs) And like, look at you now. (laughs) And and I and
2: I signed your marriage paperwork. You
1: did. (laughs) Yeah, Ethan, by the way, was my
0: husband's groomsman. Like Ethan and my husband are like really tight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So but we and I and I started in a completely different relationship as like a stepmom, and like my life is literally completely different today. So we've evolved with it. And we and we realized that, you know, the podcast for us really started with releasing shame which is such a powerful thing to take on and I'm so glad that we did and you know once you've done that we realized like the next phase of this podcast for us was really reclaiming our pleasure and newly discovering what pleasure could mean to us you know for me personally like you know dancing in the Kinsey scale and dancing in the monogamy scale and and for Katie like dancing you know dancing with um Masturbation and all of what that's opened up for you, and having a fucking baby, and having a fucking fuck no to that. You were not, you did not want to have a baby when the podcast started, remember? No, I wasn't ever going to have kids. Yeah, so this podcast even opened the possibility for like
2: Cooper to be alive. Like it's so crazy. It's like the best thing I've ever done in my life, and it was just part fear, part shame. Not being in touch with my pussy at all, like I had never masturbated before. And to, and then it just enhanced my marriage, my business life. And Cooper is just the best thing I've ever done out of anything.
1: Yeah. He's so. a beautiful child.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And and I do feel like we need to touch on like this the podcast itself has been through a metamorphosis. We started this podcast with nine women which was beautiful and also fucking insane <laughs> to experience like nine powerful women all trying to like have their voices heard and it's been one of the greatest privileges of my life having known the nine women that started that started clit talk and for different reasons people have gone on and they've you know they've they've moved on with their lives and and they've gone on to do different things and you know we have found ourselves we found ourselves just it was, it was just the three of us left. The last three standing. And honestly, to be totally honest with our listeners, we almost quit. There was a moment where we in weren't— In December. In December where we, we weren't sure if we were going to continue with the podcast. Yeah,
0: literally Katie was like, so she gave like a timeline. She's like, this is what it is. And, and you know, and we kind of needed to pull some fucking funds together to to kind of keep the show alive. Yeah. And that's when we created the Valentine's Day event mm-hmm. and generated like— um a a lovely amount of cash that allowed us to be like great we're staying in production and like the crazy thing is is you know we were talking about Hmm. empowerment right and like all the women that have come through clit that were like a og cast members original goddesses (laughs) they had their own journey of empowerment and like went up some women like went up to really big things uh world traveling mm-hmm. moving out of the country changing careers starting new businesses so like
2: working for Oprah yeah work, yeah like great great amazing things. things came yeah. out of the show
0: big for all thing. of them like some of them were like I'm now by coastal I can't be on the show and we yeah. were like well that's amazing cuz you manifested what you wanted you know
1: yeah and, so um, it's been it's been really great and like what what sugar's touching on is like what we realized the phase we're in now. So it's like we started with the releasing of shame, then it was the reclaiming of our pleasure and and actually discovering what the different forms of pleasure were for us. And we realized we are now in this state of empowerment and we're really committed to empowering all of these conversations for ourselves, for our, our sister goddesses, for our listeners, for anyone that's in this conversation with us. And we realized that's where we want to stand right now in the evolution of who we are and of this podcast. And the, we were talking, the three of us, and we were like, well, what are sort of the pillars that we have discovered from this? We're going to kind of go into those now about the pillars that each of us have discovered for ourselves And what we really are committed to doing with this season five and moving forward to this podcast is having this be a two-way dialogue with you who's listening right now. We want to know your story. We want to know the pillars. We want to know how you've been on this journey. And if you haven't listened to the podcast from the beginning, I strongly encourage you to do that because it is an evolution of women and coming coming along on this journey is a really powerful one Um. And so and you're
2: and you're coming along with us along and with us, the yeah. thing about releasing shame that we've realized is it's it's a journey and we're going to be continuously releasing it as we go but standing powerfully and confidently that we can and that we've built a community around us that's going to hold us accountable to do it.
1: So I, and I can I can start with with me like the pillar for me that I've discovered and I can share a quick story with our listeners is having the courage and knowing that you're worthy of not only defining and saying what you want, but living an actionable life that supports what you say you want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what that looked like in my life was one of the biggest stands I took for myself was, you know, for those of you who listen to the podcast, I was with Matt for three-plus years and a stepmom. And he didn't want to have kids anymore. And instead of staying, which is was predictable— of what I would have done in the past because I didn't think I was worthy of having everything I wanted. And trust me, it's still an ongoing yo-yo conversation for me. However, I did stand up for myself and I did leave and I allowed myself to be in the conversation of exploring my boundaries. It's really interesting. Actually, we did like a kind of a funny fucked up game of like... (laughs) like we were all talking about like how we're jealous of each other in different ways in an empowering way (laughs) (laughs) and and one of the things that Katie said to me is she's like I'm jealous that you you get this time to yourself to explore your boundaries right and I never saw it like that when she said that to me literally right before this episode I'm so grateful that I took a stand for myself and now I have this beautiful gift of exploring every edge for myself as a it is an empowered woman and as an adult of what I want. And a very small example of that is I literally was having a conversation with my mom the other night. And I'm like, I'm exploring everything, you guys. I'm like, maybe what I want is to be married and to also have a girlfriend. A woman to that. And, and, and the woman. and the coolest thing about that was, and like, look, I may do that. I may not. I reserve the right to be fickle motherfuckers. Okay. Um, but I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I have the freedom to do, to explore every conversation unapologetically is what I'm pointing to. And what I'm also pointing to is that my mom's reaction, right? When I first told my mom, I was doing a podcast called clit talk. She was like horrified. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She was very concerned. She was worried for me. She's like, I'm just worried for you. And now it's like her and my dad share it with our conservative family (laughs) in Minnesota. And like everybody, they're proud of me. They've both been on the show. And when I had the conversation with my mom, she goes, "I I love that you're having these thoughts, Lindsay. And I wish that I had been able to explore and discover all of my edges when I was your age. And I'm just really committed. Like That people that listen to this show and that the generations beyond us all have that tremendous opportunity to explore exactly who the fuck they are. To know that they deserve exactly what they want and that they're worthy of it. And Mm. that's what this show has done for me. I love when you get deep. It's like the sexiest thing.
2: I know. (laughs) You just like really get in there. Hey there, Clitorati, it's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awakened CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com all their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code clittalk 10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. So, speaking of boundaries, that has been like one of the biggest themes that has been there, been newly in place for me, is I, n- I never used to know what I wanted, ask for what I wanted. If I was uncomfortable with something, I would kind of need to like walk through it and be like, and then I had this emotional reaction. And and now I'm very clear. I take the time to think things through, set my boundaries, voice my boundaries, and also f- find ways to push my edges in the bedroom. And also the other important thing that I've really gathered particularly in this last week is that I don't have to defend what makes me comfortable and uncomfortable. I don't have to defend it. I just have to voice it and ask for what I want and then be open. I mean, I'm open and curious about everything and really just to hold my own power in in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. So that's the best. That's like the really kind of pinnacle thing that everything has kind of boiled down to after discovering masturbation and a pleasure practice and knowing what I wanted has really led me to be like, you know what? I know what I want and I know what I want to explore. So like, and be curious, my partner to ask Ethan what he wants and what he wants to explore. And we're both pushing our boundaries and it's been just a really beautiful experience. um, Not only in the bedroom, but also like having a child. No (laughs) shit. That's like a huge accomplishment. We've been together (laughs) 13 years. And, like, hadn't done that yet, you know? So, and and for me, like, looking back, like, no one ever talked to me about sex. So, I'm really interested in how I can empower kids about sex and intimacy early mm. enough. Because by the time someone talked to me, it was already kind of too late. I already had an abuser. So, and I didn't know what, and I was embarrassed to like ask for birth control. And that was pretty much the conversation is sitting uncomfortably in a doctor's office with my mom, like to get birth control. And she might have a different recollection of this, but like, that was my experience. Anyways, I think it's just really important to start this early in life so that you can know what you want, ask for what you want, and know what you like and what you don't like. So I think it's a really powerful place stand. I think to that's stand.
1: beautifully put. Yes. And, and and your mom loves this show and listens to it.
2: Oh my gosh, the biggest fan of the <sighs> show. She's definitely listening right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your mom. No, she's the biggest fan of the show and it's and it's helped her so much, I think in the same way. And um so it's just really um been a beautiful experience being a part of this and I'm really excited to really shift and make it clear that what we're doing with this podcast is empowering men and women in the bedroom and out of the bedroom and that clit stands for creators, leaders, innovators and teachers and that's who we are like some and we joke about how like you know maybe we're a little slutty or like embracing that word or saying like that's a it's not a derogatory not. Yeah. term call me a know? slut i
1: dare you threaten so, me with a good time Threaten me with a good time. Threaten me with good time. Uh, call
0: me a slut. Yeah. Comma, threaten me with a good time. Quoted <laughs> Lindsay or Lindsay, quoted by Lindsay, so our one and only. Yeah. So these pillars are a, like to me, these are the kings of the kingdom. If you can define what you fucking want and then set the boundaries up around that, so that you actually are aligned and living the life that you say you want to live, which is the ultimate integrity. Right, standing in that you are worthy to give yourself the time to ask for what you want and then legitimately set those boundaries. Right. Then it's about standing in your truth. You have these two pillars, then you're set the fuck up for pillar number three, which is powerfully standing in your truth, which requires ongoing, ongoing defining what you want because it can change nine times in a day. I, I, right. Yes. Like sometimes I can attest to this, right? It just can <laughs> constantly change. And then inside of boundaries, these things can fluctuate as well because we're in ever expanding, we're ever expanding sexual beings. And when we come up against an edge, sometimes we can actually expand the boundary. It's almost like we're um, uh, building out on the house. Like, you know, when people say like, oh, yeah, we're building out on the deck, like they're expanding the deck. It's it's kind of like that. Sometimes our boundaries can slowly expand and then sometimes they shrink back up. Sometimes it's like, Whoop, we're going to bring it back in. And so it requires really being in touch with yourself, with your pussy, with your cock. And what I want to speak to around this is a lot of you know that I am an advocate for non-monogamacy, non-monogamacy. She am I- just
1: invented a new word, you guys. It's intimacy word. and
0: non-monogamous, non-monogamacy. <laughs> uh, and so, so, so you guys know that I'm an advocate for non-monogamy and what it looks like to create a relationship, a non-monogamous relationship that works, that has integrity, that's empowering because uh, monogamy is not for everybody and neither non-monogamy is not for everybody. And so for me, the biggest thing about standing in my truth, being on this podcast has been the greatest accountability for me to to live into this is being open with my family. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, we have to be really careful that we don't alter our image to be liked or accepted by a certain group of people. And I've been someone who's been pretty chameleon-like, like Like, I'm really good at morphing to like who people need me to be. And in this conversation around my sexuality and being uh, one of the co-producers of the show, that just doesn't have integrity. I would feel like I'm living a lie. And so I have had to be absolutely open with uh, mama and papa and sister. There was a moment, uh, when I had a breakdown around uh, a situation, I actually, all I wanted to do was call my sister. I was having a breakdown with someone that, um, we met that I didn't totally vibe with. I kind of wanted to veto the woman. My husband was like, no, she's really great. Let's give her a chance. And all I wanted was to talk to my sister. And so I had to come out to her in the same conversation that I wanted her advice. Meanwhile, why, like, why would I want her? I just felt called, And so that was a huge opening up and she didn't, I mean, she judged a little, but then she was like, she got how important it was for me for her to be able to give me advice and how I, like how much it would hurt me if there were certain things I couldn't go to her for. So that was huge, letting her release that judgment. And then my dad, you know, going to concerts with my dad and, and my husband and my dad's uh, my bonus mom, I call her, she's my stepmom, bonus mom. And them seeing us mingle with people and women and couples to, you know, my mom who's like, I love my mom. She's like, she's another huge advocate of the show. She's like, what are you in a, in an open marriage? I'm like, okay, there's clearly a right answer to that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the answer is hell yes. Why aren't you? <laughs> so, and
0: my mom came to one of our events in like the community, like a really incredible event. I'll just, I'll just name it Bodies and Beats. You can check them out on Instagram at Bodies and Beats. Um, and it's an incredible experience for people to like, professionals and people in the real world to come out and tap into their creative selves and be the art and get body painted. And so I was being one of the I was one of the models and performers. I was like the main model of being body painted. It was like a whole thing around body shame for me and like really releasing any sort of any sort of shame I had around certain parts of my body uh, because I was about to be naked and painted like in front of all these people. And I invited my mom and sister there. And like my mom saw all my boys, all my boyfriends, all my girlfriends. They're all coming up to my mom. My mom's coming up to me in Austin like, why is this person's arm around you? My mom's like, why are you so affectionate with everybody? But my mom had, I'm pretty sure the best night that she's had in like a decade. Like she did not want to leave. She's like, I wanted to fuck half my friends. So it's, it liberated me because I felt like I could just breathe around them. And that has opened up so much for me. When I'm in my community, another part of standing in my truth is standing for these couples, standing for these new people coming into the community. I have been able to coach women through profound orgasm experiences, squirting for the first time, helping couples come back together. I witnessed a couple say, I love you to each other for the first time, facilitating a threesome. And I really stepped into owning, it's okay that this is who I am. I'm powerfully standing in my truth. Like, I want to be someone who who has a voice, who's redefining the word clit, (laughs) who is making sure that people are living pleasure, uh, living, living a life guided by pleasure, knowing that pleasure is their goddamn birthright. And by the way, releasing shame starts with knowing that pleasure is your birthright. So to be that person and to have that voice, I would love to one day be well-known and for clit talk to have like millions of downloads and fucking say, yeah, that's who the hell I am. And I still have people like in my past say, Oh, I heard my, I, people in my past say, Oh, I heard a sugar is a sex addict. And it's like, fuck those people. There's going to be haters. Right. But like, we cannot be afraid to, to not powerfully stand in our truth because of what we think people are going to think about us and how they're going to judge us. Listen, if people aren't about your truth, then they're not your jam. So get rid of them. They're They're not not your people. people. Look, and here at Clit Talk, like we have had to discover that. We have had to come and let, let, you know, certain relationships go. As Lindsay said, with Matt, we've had certain friendships. Shit has gotten real. And and it's (laughs) gotten fucking real. And we're here to say that if you like allow yourself the space to say, I am fucking worthy, these three pillars will rock your world. So just to reiterate them define what you want set boundaries and powerfully stand in your truth and live by those and it's an ongoing conversation
2: So we hope you enjoyed your cup of empowerment coffee for this week because <laughs> this is it who we are. this is what we're going to be talking about it started with episode 101 this past this season that's when season 5 actually started and um, and we have a lot of really exciting guests coming up.
1: We really do. And, and the biggest thing is, like I said earlier, we really want this to start to be a two-way dialogue this is the biggest thing that we've gotten present to. So yeah. we want to hear from you, Clitorati. We really do. Your letters and every time you DM us, we read every single one. Every time you guys write us a message saying that we've made a difference for you, we usually cry. That's the truth, because <laughs> we're like, wow, we're actually we're making a we're difference for people. Um, yeah, oh, so we want to hear from you, Clitorati, on where you're at in your pleasure journey. Are you are you still struggling to embrace the word pussy? Because that's beautiful. That's a beautiful place to be in. Is there a deep rooted shame that you feel in the pit of your stomach that you could use some some support in releasing? We're here for you. We want to help you. We're actually like considering starting to coach. Um, So that's something we're looking to create as well. Are you liberated and wanting more? I mean, I am always liberated and wanting more. I always want more. So we want to know if you are too. Have we inspired you to create, lead, innovate, and teach? We want to hear your stories. Please tag us at Clip Talk Show with any videos, photos, messages you want are ready to put out to the world and allow us to support you in this conversation. Um, We're going to start doing a hashtag challenge, hashtag empowered clit, or if you want to remain anonymous, you can always still write to us so we can tailor our upcoming episodes to fit your needs. Define what you want with the host of Clit Talk, and we will deliver every time, and that's our promise to you, and we're committed to this conversation, and we know that it's all of us in this together So, please let's make this a two way dialogue as as much as possible so we can deliver the show that you guys want and that we can support you in what you need because that's really what we're here to do. And we love you. And with that, we're going to see you next Tuesday and for many, many, many Tuesdays to come. Peace out, Clits. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at clittalkshow, for your clit fix in between episodes.